Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. All right. just sent me a conversation starter ah uh, baby boys baby girls what's going on it's your boy skip.88 here in the building here to bring you another awesome lit interview we got a special guest in the building he's below the screen right there we're gonna let him come in introduce himself in his way he want to introduce himself and we gonna take it away and also welcome to the people that's coming into this awesome interview uh crazy at the great i see you um Bobby Wonderful, I see you on um, Gird Clothing. I see you. What's good? Come on. All right, my boy. Go ahead. Take it away. It's all on you. All right. Thank you. What's up, everybody? My name is Dexter the Super Nerd. Blurred all my life. Proud of it. Hip hop artist. Um, happy to be here. A little nervous, but a little excited at the same time. And um, I can't wait to answer all your questions and tell you all. Anything you all want, you know, you know, you all want to know about me. So, you know, I'm ready. You know, let's make it happen. Hey, hey, there it is. He ready. I'm ready. I hope y'all ready, man. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. I really do appreciate it. And my first question is, is everybody question like they love me to ask. What makes you a blurred? Oh, man, that's deep. I would have to say that I've always been one. I can say that it's always been a way of life for me. and. I've been one before I even knew what the nerd, what the word meant. You know, I always thought it was just, the, you know, the term nerd and stuff like that because of, I could always relate to particular video games, comic books, um, anime, you know, especially Yu Yu Hakusho, because I did do a lot of fighting when I was in school, you know, and I could, I could relate to use KU Remish. I really could. So, and I think I remember saying this. When I was talking to Crazy Ape the Great, when he did, you know, when he first do, you know, started doing the Talk to Me Tuesday, I always believed that being a nerd or being a blur was combining intelligence with imagination. And I feel like that there's something that we, not just nerds, but as we as blurs, we do that every single day. You know, whether it comes with cosplay or even creating video games, being able to just make the world a better place with what we believe in our ideas. I really believe, that, you know, and then on top of that, daring to be different and standing out. I really feel like that's what it's all about. And, you know, I've done it all my life. You know, I've stood out, you know, the things that I, the things that I, you know, that I hold near and dear to me as far as entertainment, like 
you know, the new comic books that are coming out are the new Devil May Cry video game that was coming out during that time. Okay. Those were the things that were exciting to me, but a lot of people weren't, you know, they weren't feeling where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got a lot of I got a lot of backlash for that, but it never stopped me from being what I was. So, yeah, that's what being a blurred means to me. Excellent, flawless victory. Man, that was a great answer. If I if I haven't heard a great answer before, that was awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And you touched on some good some good topics too. So we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it to that later on. But man, thank you for sharing that. And my next follow up question to that. How do you feel about the word and term blurred? I feel like it's not a word. It's like, okay, I would say like love is a word. Mm-hmm. Well, for most people, but to people that have experienced that word, uh, you know, have the firsthand experience, it's not just a word. It's a course of action. Mm. It's a way of life. Mm. So with me, I never took being a nerd as a word or a title. I took it as something that you're built to be, something you're introduced to being. Okay. Both of those. So I felt that, you know, you know, it's just something to be proud of, you know? So when you, and you know, I've only known about this term blurred for about a few months, but when I heard about it, I automatically knew it was talking about me. I took that personally in a good way. Okay. I said, that's all me right there. That's all me right there. <laughs> okay. I respect that. Respect that. And I just ask that question to people to see to get their feels and, you know, and they, uh, and their opinions on the word, because you know, some, mm-hmm. some doesn't like it. Some still like to use the word nerd, which just is okay. And some like to have the word blurred to identify them because in this realm of nerd, we still have people from the outside world that's still doing this ignorant stuff towards people of color so some like it some you know just want to be called nerd but you know at the end of the day we still nerds and we still you know we still love everything about this community the fandoms from star wars to anime to manga to canon dub and so we still love it because it it what makes us who we are and you know, from the outside world people like to call us weird but you know now it is okay to be weird and i'm proud of that <laughs> It's funny though. It really is because um one thing that I have noticed, you know, just paying attention to things mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of separation in the nerd community. Mm. You know. And I and the reason why I say that, I've noticed it firsthand, especially on here on social media. I've also noticed it in school. You have black, you have you know, different races that are nerds, but at the same time, it seems like we as the black nerds are separated for, um, I mean, to a certain extent. Okay, speak on that. All right. Well, at, at, least, at least in my neck of the woods, that's the case. Okay. And it kind of makes me feel some kind of way because I feel as though we're, we're all cut from the same cloth. It doesn't matter what skin color we are. We should be able to sit down and Talk about the Mortal Com- the new Mortal Kombat movie, the pros and cons of it, or be able to talk about what video games we like or anime. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing, you know, nerd culture, whether we're black, we're white, Hispanic, Mexican, these are the things that should be able to keep us together and keep us knit tight. I you agree. know? I agree. You know? 
But you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I agree. I totally, I'm fully for that. But you know, you still have people who don't see that as that aspect. They still like they figure like it's their culture, and who are we to evade their culture? You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's sad that's the you know, like you said, it's a division. But we are always trying to, to to mend that division. You know, U N I T Y unity, and that's what we're trying to do. But you know, some people is not on the same page like how me and you are thinking of what we're trying to do in the community. But I fully agree on that. I, I really do. But at, we we just got to change it. It, take, it takes one person that's to make a change in the world. Like Michael Jackson said, if you want to make that change, look at the person in the mirror at the end of the day. And I'm going to tell you, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, hey, Arcade the Sage. Um, the one thing I've noticed, and I agree with you when you say that a lot of people feel like it's their culture and not for the blacks. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. Did, uh, do they know that a black person made the video game cartridge? Mm. Now, the people know that. A lot of people give that credit to Ralph Bear because he created the first video game. But what a lot of people fail to realize is that the Sega Genesis, the Super Nintendo, mm. the Nintendo Entertainment System would not be around if it wasn't for a black man. So I would say that that's proof that we have as much to play in nerd and blurred culture mm. as any other. I said we've made our fair contributions. Yeah! Yes, sir. You're right. Yes, sir. You don't want to you drop it too much knowledge on them. Don't, don't, don't do that. I don't want <laughs> to get counsel yeah. yet. If the sailor, if the sailor Malaje didn't counsel me after what you just said, that might give me counsel. But yeah, that was, that was deep. I liked that. <laughs> so man, and, my next question is going to be, so how did you get in start to be, to become an anime nerdcore rapper? Oh, that is a great question. And I'm glad you asked it. How it all started was this. And this is a small fun fact. What happened is I was able to always get inspiration. Like, I don't know if a lot of people have seen the logo, that's my profile picture on Instagram. But the brand is basically based on my style of music. Like, it says nerd music, but it's a carefully organized acronym, N-E-R-D-M-U-S-I-C. Okay. And what it means, what it means is never expecting regular days makes you seek inspiration creatively. So Damn. with that being... That's fire. That's fire. That's, that is fire as hell. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it, a lot. It, 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 it is pretty dope. When I thought, I'm like, dang, man, I, I got I to gotta copyright that. I got a trademark. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that quick. <laughs> so when I, when I decided to do that, you know, I was, you know, I was realizing that I was being easily inspired by what was going on in my life as well as the life of others. But the main inspiration I got for music was the video games I was playing, um, the comic books I was reading, and the anime I was watching. Um, like case in point, my first mixtape that I'm going to be dropping is a Star Wars mixtape. Mm. But it has political, it's, you know, it's, it's strictly political, but it has Star Wars references in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it came easy to me, I guess, because I grew up around it. Right. You know, my oldest, my oldest brother, um, 
he introduced me to Street Fighter 2 and Resident Evil and things like that. And I felt like, you know, they went hand in hand because what's ironic about it is that by me taking nerd culture and implementing it into school, I was able to make the, some of the best grades. I was one of the best students in school. Okay. Like, for example, I was in high school and uh, one of my teachers was explaining politics. Now, at first, he, he had me lost. He had me lost <laughs> until he, until he, until I heard the word Republicans, mm-hmm. and it screamed in my mind Star Wars. Okay, the Jedi are the are the um the Democrats, and the Republican are the Sith. Makes perfect sense. Got it down. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. So that's when I. <laughs> What goddamn? You just dropped something in. Okay, go ahead. Talk your talk. <laughs> so, um, I was able to implement that into that. I even had to do a project in in high school mm-hmm. for politics. And when I explained it, it was a no brainer. I had the highest grade in that class for that assignment. Okay, because you know nobody was able to imagine taking Star Wars or anything nerd related and compare it to politics. Mm. You know? So, and another example was, I had to have been like nine or ten and you know, my brothers were up. It was like ten or eleven o'clock they were playing Resident Evil 2. Okay. And I looked at it and I'm like, what y'all playing? My brothers were like, Resident Evil uh, 2. I'm like, What's it about? Zombies. I'm like, okay, zombies. So so what created them? It said it, said it was a, a science a project gone wrong. Mm-hmm. So right then, I implemented Resident Evil into my science classes. I was able to ace anatomy, physiology, biology, just because I always, you know, I, I studied them, uh, the video game series. I studied the T-virus, the G virus, the progenitor virus, all those viruses that came out. And I guess it's the mad scientist in me, but I always said I was going to be one of the people that created the T virus in real life. Right, but wait, it wasn't wait, going mm, to happen. Mm, mm, let's, mm, we just had to, we just had to. My dad said that. That's not my dad told me. <laughs> my dad told me. <laughs> my dad was telling me if you ever invent that virus, be sure to have a one-way plane ticket to Africa for me. <laughs> I agree. Make it, make it too, because we just had to. We had the corona. Now we don't. We don't need the T virus. Now nah, yeah. we, we good. We good on that. And that's mm-hmm. why I was thinking. I was thinking like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I'll excel in science and things like that. I'll be a great biotechnician. But nah, dealing with with biochemistry on that level, no, I'm good. I'm 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 so good on that. <laughs> okay, but, man. Well, go ahead. I mean, because you you got. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm but not... that that you know, but that was some of the things that that you know I was able to do as far as you know taking nerd culture and mixing it with everyday life, and even mixing it with my music. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, to be honest, the very first song I did that was you know nerdcore hip hop was the Wrath of Hanzo Kasashi. I heard that. I checked that out. That was fire. I like that. I like how you put that Quan Chi in there too. That was fire. I res- must respect. On I that. had to be accurate. Right. I hey. had to be. I had to be 
and you know, the re you know, people were asking me, why didn't you do a song about Liu Kang? Why didn't you do a song about Noob Saibot? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, Scorpion's, Scorpion's story is very relatable. A lot of people could be able to relate to him or gravitate towards him, mm-hmm. you know, living a double life on one side of the fence. You're, you're a well-known assassin right. that was beaten with, during that time, the biggest ninja clan ever, the Lin Kuei. Okay. You know, you're right. And we're not talking about run of the mill shinobi. We're talking about a ninja clan that's based in the cold and have a handful of shinobi that have the ability to freeze. And you and you and you're able to go toe to toe with them. Mm. Now, on the other side of the fence, you know, you're Hanzo Hasashi, you're the family man, you're a husband, you're a father, and you're able to balance the two. And the whole fact that somebody saw the potential in him, but wanted to selfishly take advantage of it, right? Just for their selfish gain, I felt like that was something to talk about. So I was like, let me let me just do that Respect. because I had already played all the Mortal Kombat. You know, truth be told, and the main reason why I chose Scorpion is because Scorpion is the whole reason we have a Mortal Kombat X. A Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11. Yeah! Because do you remember, Armaged- you remember Armageddon? Mm-hmm. Armageddon was started because of Scorpion. Because, mm. you know, because I think it was during Daily Alliance or Deception. He was told, he was given an offer. If he was to win the Mortal Kombat tournament, his clan would be restored to Earthrealm. Mm-hmm. But... The, now, the Elder Gods, they held up their end of the bargain, but the only downside is that they were all um, revenants like him. True. So, you're right. He felt like he was betrayed. So, what he did, I forgot how he started. He killed an ancestor of the Elder Gods. I forgot what his name was. I have to go back. I have to go back to Armageddon and see. But the timeline got so messed up that Shao Kahn ended up winning the tournament killing everybody. Raiden was about to die. Raiden had to use the last of his magic to go back in time and tell the uh, Raiden in the past what was going on. And that just altered the whole timeline. I said, yeah, Scorpion's the one I'm talking about. He Because he was the one that day. He shut some stuff down, man. And like, okay, Sage just said, like, Scorpion, in a sense, was the underdog in the whole series, if you think about it. I and mean, you just explain it. So, think about, like, damn, Scorpion was an underdog. And he was giving, he was going toe-to-toe. Because at first, he didn't have the powers like the Lin Kuei or anybody else. He was just like a normal assassin. He knew how to kill you. But he he got killed. And, of course, you know, the sorcerer, Corn Tree, came and gave him, well, no, he went to hell. And he, he controlled Hell's Fire, and Corn Chi got in touch with him and told him, you know, if you do this for me, I give I give you, you know, your life and everything back. But Scorpion, he gives like he he's the goat. He he's the goat. Yes. Yes. So yes. let me ask you this. Okay. In Mortal Kombat, who would be your top five picks in Mortal Kombat? And we can go from, from the beginning oh, man. to now. Okay. Now this is this is a a, a pick that I've had. Hey Nurse J Becky. Um, oh, Spicer Ramen Podcast. What's going on, man? What's going okay. on? Now, Everybody my, in the building. My, yeah. Now, my top five 
it would have to be Noob Saibot because my favorite color is black. Okay. Noob Saibot. Mm. Rain because my second favorite color is purple. Okay. I would have to say um, Scorpion, of course, because of his backstory. I would have to say um, uh, Kwai Lang because of the whole fact that he was able to make peace between the Lin Kuei and the Shirai Ryu. Okay. Mm. It took it took two of them to be able to help reconcile their differences. Okay. You know, even though his brother was a complete douche. <laughs> and um let me see my fifth one. What is my fifth one? He named some bangers so right. far. I mean this this is this list is look it's legit fire. <laughs> Ermac. Ermac. The reason why I Ooh. say Ermac is because I say it's like a biblical background for it. Okay. Because I feel like this. You remember, it was a Bible scripture my mom was telling me about where Jesus met this man near a cliff and he had chains on him. And the demons were talking to Jesus and he was saying, We are, my, our name is Legion for we are many. And it put me yes. in that mindset of Ermac because Ermac is different spirits combined into one, one. physical being. Autumn souls and, and I thought that was pretty dope. Autumn so souls I and one vessel. I got that. So yeah, Lee, because they said they told Jesus we are legion, and he did, they want to go into the pig. So Jesus had to give him that command to go into the pig. So I can understand. Okay, dang, that's deep. Boy, you making me think. Okay, that's deep. Yeah, cause <laughs> that is deep. What that whole list was fire. Okay, okay. So we know. So your fandom is more to come back. And speaking of fandoms, we got a question for you already. And this question comes from Do You Speak Geek? He asks, What fandom would you like, would you love to tackle for a mixtape? I have five that I'm working on right now. Yeah, damn. I got five. I got now, um, do you speak geek? Does it have to be um is are you referring to comic books, video games, anime? Mm. Because um mm. I do have a project I'm working on that's based on Naruto Uzumaki. Um, that's going to be my next project as far as anime goes. But um, it's a lot I'm working on. He said, I'm um, working on the death. He said, he said, any fandom? Any. Oh, man. Well, just a random one. The next project I'm going to be doing is called The Crimson Gem of Sidorak. And I know, I know. That sounds sounds fire as hell. (laughs) That sounds so lit. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why I chose that, you won't believe it. You know, with me, you know, I'm cool. Like, I'm beginning to get in the process of being cool with Crazy at the Great Light. You know, I've gotten to the point to where I've gotten comfortable enough to ask him, like, hey, is this song dope? Um... What do you think about this track? Like, he was the first person to hear the Wrath of Hans of Hisashi, you know, and he gave me his honest opinion. He said it was fire. He said he, he said it was uh, pretty good. So it got to the point to where, you know, to show that respect, every time he released a video of him freestyling on TikTok or uh, on here, I would listen to it. And one particular day, he did a freestyle on making the stallion song uh, Savage. Okay. And all I know is I heard him say, shut up, Charles, it's the juggernaut. And I said, oh, I got to use that. So I started, I started reading the comic books. 
I started um looking uh, looking at um at different references. Like I wasn't even I know enough about the juggernaut. I know his backstory, but it's about the gem that gave him his powers and the god that was behind it. You know? Um and that goes to um Doctor Strange comic books, The Strange Tales. Mm. It explains it explains how it is there were different gods from different dimensions and they left a particular item on a planet. And each and that you know, that item gave a person particular powers, like with Sidorak. Sidorak had a crimson gem, and whoever touched it, when they gained momentum, they became indestructible. So what I was thinking about was I could be able to make a motivational project. You know, nothing can stop the juggernaut. And, you know, so what should be the difference between a human being, whether you have goals, aspirations, or even if you have obstacles in your way, what should stop you from moving forward? Like never stop, never stopping. So that's the motivation for the Crimson Gem of Sidorak. It's going to be a five-track EP, and um, it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. Um, that's fine. That's I'm trying to see who's going to uh, going to um produce it because with me getting into this, you know, community. I came across like three, four producers. Arcade the Sage included. Um Villainous hey, <laughs> So I'm really racking my brain across it because either one of them can get the job done. But that's gonna be the next project I work on. Okay. Bet. Man, and this is man, this is awesome, man. Like Two Face Cosplay says, she says she loved your thought process. That's yes, because that is a, that is a lot. The way you articulate and the way how you got everything set up, the way you take it from the comics and you putting it into the anime route, like you actually take it from an intellectual standpoint. So you just that you just not out here just making raps to make raps. You actually making raps that actually make sense in the comics and in the in the uh, in the fandom that people love. So that's much respect right there. That is a, that is a good thought process. So much respect to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, um, do you speak geek? He said, I tried doing a tape based on the emotional spectrum of the lantern chord. I'll do him something even better. When I get finished later on down the line, I'm gonna make a Green Lantern project called Parallax. Mm. And the reason why I'm gonna call it Parallax is because Parallax's power was based on the yellow lantern core, you know, fear. Uh-huh. So it's going to be a little bit personal. Okay. I'm going to be talking about my fears as well as things that many people do fear. But I'm going to be talking about how I, beca- you know, how I overcame all of my fears in life. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas it was bullied, being, you know, not being accepted by my peers, um, battling with feelings of inadequacy and things like that, low self-esteem. I'm going to be talking about all of my fears and how I face them. So do you speak geek? I'm wow. going to do that for you. Wow. I'm going to do that for you. Much respect. Powerful, powerful. And you have another question. Do you consider all superhumans metas? No, because um I wouldn't say I wouldn't say all of them. I would honestly say that um the only way I was well that dang, that is a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> Do I consider all superhumans metas? Well, I think the Juggernaut is an exception because his powers were magical. I would say 
the Juggernaut and Shazam. Would because you, their powers are. But would you say his powers are magical? Because wasn't wasn't the Juggernaut power was given to him? Nah, the the Juggernaut's power was given to him by 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 Sidorak, their Crimson Gem. So that that crypt that gem was magic. Okay, okay. Okay, I could agree, y'all. Okay, I could agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Because for some, for some reason, I think I don't. I thought he was like in the same. Who was I thinking about? No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about um Sabretooth. My fault. I had to mix up. It was Sabretooth and Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Sabretooth. My bad. Go ahead. But go ahead. Speak. Talk your talk. Yeah, and um, just the Juggernaut and Shazam. Those are the only two I can think of that aren't really metahumans because their powers aren't genetic mm. or it wasn't, you know, they weren't born with or they weren't bitten by a radioactive spider or guided by a <laughs> nuclear power plant or something like that, you know, is is based on magic. And I never really considered the, you know. Let me ask you this. So what about the, um, what about the defenders? Would you call them metahumans? I think I would, yes. Because you yes. got Luke Cage... Iron Fist, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and yeah, that's it. Because they really didn't. Well, Daredevil guy, he got blinded by some chemicals, so his was actually was like an accident. I forgot how Luke, I forgot how Luke Cage. No, because Luke Cage was tested on, if I if I'm correct, and when he went to prison, right? Right, right, right. Uh, Iron Fist, he stumbled upon an ancient. An ancient cult that studied karate, and somehow he got those powers. And Jessica Jones, I really forgot how she got hers. If y'all can put that in the comments, let me know. I saw the series on. I saw the series, but uh, with that situation, um, yeah, like all of those, you know, those are like you know, like freak accidents where you're able to um acquire powers mm-hmm. or even born with it. I would say like you know that's considered a metahuman. Okay, you know. So, I can't I can't think of any other. I can't think of any other besides those two. Um, let me see. You said Shazam and I, I can't really. If y'all know any more, put put them in the comments. I really, like those are the only two I could think of as of right now. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. Oh man. So, but I, you said in, in your speech, you said mm-hmm. being a part of this community. So. How do you feel? So what do you think about this community that that you are part of now, the blur community? How do you feel about it since you since you came in and you got this embrace of it? I feel like it's a blessing. I didn't have I, you know, um, for so many years, I've been an outcast, you know, in my community. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess the reason why is because, well, you can't you're not able to tell. Oh yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange's power is, is magic too. Mm-hmm. Should have kept it in mind. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch too. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. But um, it's a blessing to be a part of this community. Mm-hmm. But um, because I guess the reason why is because this is one of the reasons why I can relate to Nar- I can relate to Naruto in so many situations. Okay, because for reasons he couldn't control, he was an outcast in his village. Right. And um, I'm going to level with you all. I'm going to level with you all because, you know, 
I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm open. I'm, I'm very comfortable now. I was born with schizophrenia. Mm. So with me, I was, you know, I was very unstable growing up. I didn't even know what was going on. My mom didn't even know what was going on with me, you know, and I would have emotional, you know, emotional, uh, um, black, eye, um, lashing and things like that. Um, I would hallucinate a lot and I would have mood swings and a lot of people, you know, didn't know what was going on with me. So a lot of people would, you know, push me to the side and stuff like that. Right. And, um, I didn't know what was going on. I knew something. I didn't even know anything was wrong with me until a few years ago. And, um, it kind of explained why a lot of people backed away from me. But at the same time, I feel like with, with this community, with it being filled with intelligent people, mm-hmm. you know, open-minded people, like genuinely open-minded people, right? they're able to look past what you've been through and be able to see what kind of awesome person that you are. Speak on it. So it's, it's a blessing. I, I can say I found a home here. I really did. Yeah, man, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you shared that with us, man. That was powerful for um for telling us that, and you know, and then also just touch on it. Like mental health is like a it's like a real thing. People really think, especially in the black community, we always say, okay, it's nothing. It, it, they gonna grow out of it, or you know, what's what happened in this house stays in this house. And that thing, you know, it kills me. It's like, no, if per, if people need help, if they suffer from a mental health illness. They need help. They need to get, you know, the right stuff because you don't want, you know, to lash out or, you know, and like you said, people, people backed away from you. You felt, you felt like left out. You felt like, you know, um, Naruto because people looked at him different because he was an outcast and nobody respected him. But comparing you to him, y'all both striving to become the, the Hokage. And, and as we can see, Naruto became that Hokage, and you on your way to become that Hokage. So, man, like oh, I said, yeah. thank you for sharing that show with, well, for with us, with the family, man, because you are welcome. You are a part of this community, bro. Like, and this is why I want to have you on to talk to you and let people know who you are, for who you are, and for what you do, man. And yeah, so welcome and thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, you know, um, I'm pretty. I, I wanted to share that because the. It's like 12 or 11 people in the live and there's no telling who's going through mental health. And it's so frowned upon. A lot of people, when you hear the term mental health, people automatically come to the conclusion this person needs to be on a disability check. Right? They automatically come towards to you know come to that conclusion. Right. But what's so funny is that even though my mom and I have been trying to get me on disability, ever since I was like, like 10 years old, they were saying that I was smart enough to be able, well, you know, to be able to function, mm-hmm. you know, especially now I just, I just got denied a few months ago for my disability because they're saying that I'm fully competent. You know, I'm able to answer questions. I'm able to hmm. work and stuff like that, even though it's a challenge for me. Right. But you know, I'm taking it for what it is, and you know, I just want people to know that I'm with you. You know, if you're bipolar or schizophrenic like I am, or you know, you have an unstable mood or things like that, I am with you, and you know, 
I do have a project in the works to tell that story. Mm. Man, speaking, man, you, you you deserve this, my brother. You need you, you need your roses right now. So, and when people say like, you know, don't wait till I'm dead to give me my roses. No, do it right now while I'm on this earth and live, and we face we face to face and we talking. So, everybody, y'all get this man a round of applause because he's doing great things, man. Thank you for sharing that, cause. I'm a real advocate on mental health, man. Like you said, man, it's and when people think, and like you said, what people think of mental health, mental health illness, they always think this person is really crazy, and this person need to be on disability. That's it. That's not always true. Everybody out here suffers from a mental illness. It's just we don't know what we're suffering from until we go to the doctor and they tell us. So it's it's, it's nothing wrong with that. So, man, thank you for coming out and, and, and sharing that with us, my man. You must respect. Must respect, bro. Because mm. I have a cousin. I have a cousin who um who suffers from a mental illness. And I love her to death, man. It's just, and I, I know where you're coming from. And I know who people who have members in their families or know somebody with mental health illness know where you're coming from. So, man, it's it, it's, that is very near and dear to me, that issue. So, when everybody talk about that, I really get to a, like a, a sense of the spot because it touched me in so many ways because seeing my cousin, how she is, I love her to death and I would do anything for her just to, you know, just to make her happy and just to keep her smiling. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, we have another question. You ready? You ready for another question? Absolutely. All right, here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. From, from, from your friend, Arcade stage. She asks, how far out do you plan your projects? I plan them weeks ahead of time. Okay, Arcade, this is this is the my thought process. Um, because Arcade is probably the only person that has seen the list of projects I have I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I have 20 projects I'm working on, and some of them at the same time. Um the, what I what I actually plan on doing is if I have a, a concept for a project, I start writing for it right there. Sometimes I'll hear a beat and I'll write to it, or sometimes I'll come up with a title for that song and write based off that title. But okay. the moment I have a project, I write to it immediately and I'll save it because truth be told, I have so many projects in the works that I haven't released yet because it's not time yet. Mm. Like I have a mixtape I wrote called Final Fight. And believe it or not, I'm debating on whether to release that or you know, start working on the Crimson Gem of Sidorak. But I'm debating toward Final Fight because that's my favorite video game series of all time. Okay. And, you know, it kind of Touched me a special place in my heart because when you think of Final Fight, you're thinking about an all-out battle. And in January 13th, I almost lost my life in a car wreck. Mm. So, yeah, the car flipped three times. I lost control of the wheel. I had a blowout on my way from a doctor's appointment. Um, Had a blowout. Lost control of the car. The car flipped three times, and it landed in the ditch on the side of the the highway. Mm -hmm. And there were people that looked at me you know, I came out, I was okay, but this shoulder was fractured. And um, they were telling me, like, are you okay? Because we saw what happened. How are you alive? I said, I don't know. And it took me two months to heal. 
But throughout those two months, I started looking at my life. I mean, really just looking at it. And I'm saying, man, I'm, I know, I know when it comes to, you know, to living, you have to fight to live, but man, I'm getting tired of this. Like, you know, maybe this will be my final fight when it comes to, you know, being a productive citizen, being a, a successful artist, you know, all of that, you know. So when I started thinking about that, you know, I was like, you know, this might be it. This is going to be the mixtape that makes or breaks my career. Right. So I started working on that. And the mixtape is actually finished. I just have to, um, and um, Arcade to say is going to be producing it. Okay. I've already, I've already talked to her. I've asked her, you know, how much it will cost to be able to produce 15 tracks because that's the number that's going to be on there. So, you know, with her, you know, that's how I plan my music. That's okay. how I do it. So, you know, I just wanted to know that she should be in the, in, in, on the lookout for more projects because I have at least two or three more projects based on video games. Okay. And the reason why I chose her is because when you think about video games, you think about an arcade, arcade the sage. Makes sense. Aha, you're right. Does make perfect sense. Perfect sense. Shout out to Arcade the Sage. Good sis. So, man, so we already talked about one of your fandoms, Mortal Kombat. What other fandoms do you like? That you oh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Okay. Spider Man. What and oh, what my, about? So, you got Spider Man. What else? Oh, so I'm somebody asked a question. Like, how you network and not scared to ask for help? That is a good question. That's a great question. Now, um, to answer that question, um, it all depends on if a person is hungry. Mm-hmm. If I can tell that you're hungry, like I am when it comes to making music and recording and making beats, and I can see myself collaborating with you, then I'll reach out to you. I'll listen to your music first, and I'll start off with, hey, I just checked out this track, or I just checked out your project. I think it's awesome. I was wondering if we could be able to record a few tracks together and see where it goes. Okay. And a lot of people that I've reached out to, they've heard my music, and they were all for it. So it's going to be, you know, it's not really hard for me to ask for help because I already have some people that I want to work on. Like, once again, Crazy Ape the Great was the first person I reached out to. And he was all for helping me out and stuff like that, you know, and doing the feature and things like that. So I guess it's just a matter of you being sincere Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, about what you're doing. And if people can see that you're sincere about what you do, they'll be willing to network with you in some kind of way. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, man. That was, thank you, man. Man, this, man, you deep. You are deep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, speaking of Crazy 8 the Great, who, you know, besides Crazy 8 the Great, who else would you like to, would you like to work with inside this blurred community? Clutch Boy Wonder. Clutch. I got a song. I got a song that I need him on. Okay. Um, I got a project <laughs> called Sukuyomi. And it's, ba- and it's a Naruto project. I plan to release two projects 
two mixtapes and an album. Mm-hmm. One is going to be called Mount Milboku, inspired by Naruto's journey to to learn Sage Chakra. Aye. The other project is going to be called Sukuyomi, and that's going to be an in-depth look at my life from the perspective of an Uchiha. Okay. And my third and my album is going to be called Sons of the Sixth Path. And it's going to be talking about a friendship I had with somebody that I used to be friends with, but we we started beasting and we no longer communicate. Okay. You know. So it's a lot. It it, it is it is a lot, you know. Two face cosplay. Two face cosplay said you said that quick. I said, yeah, hey, y'all, y'all tell Clutch he need to come on his interview, ain't you need to connect with my man right here. So yeah. Oh yeah, because um <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm I'm actually gonna run run the idea for the song by you, oh. and you tell me if it's if it's a no go. Well, well, even the the thing, you know, the the viewers, let me know if this is a no go or not. Go ahead. The name of the song for Sukuyomi on the Sukuyomi project is going, is going to be called Solo Mission. Now, I got this idea from Kevin Gates' remix of Back in Blood. He said, "I've been a gangster, been on solo mission. No, I've been a soldier, been on solo mission." I'm already gangster. So when I thought about solo mission, I could be able to put some nerdcore hip hop in there. I could be able to talk about a solo mission when it comes to video games and a solo mission in real life, you know, being or, you know, initiated into a gang or organization or a set, you know, and I get that street energy from, from Clutch Boy Wonder and I need that for that song. Me, I want to be talking about my first solo mission, which is actually Hitman Blood Money. That was the very first game with a solo mission on it that I ever played. Okay. And I want him to be able to talk about a solo mission from the streets or something like that, or tell a story about someone that went on a solo mission. So it's sort of like two sides, two sides of life coming together to be able to make this great experience. That's a fine idea. You shouldn't even have to ask that question. I'm already on board on that. I need to hear that nine. That's a yeah! for me. So yeah. <laughs> Let me do that again. Yeah! That's yeah, yeah, that's already a goal. I, I you didn't even have to ask that question. I'm like, yeah, you should have did that like <laughs> yesterday. I'm 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 all a go for that. And I know the viewers like, yeah, bro, you need to go ahead and do that like nine. So we don't know why you procrastinating. <laughs> so man, yeah, I've been. So let me ask you this: Are you okay? How do you feel about cosplay? Well, with me, I'm not going to lie. I've been seeing a lot of females do the cosplay. Mm-hmm. Some of them, and some of them have caught my eye. And um, it's it's crazy because you have some females that they have this energy about them. Whereas they're dressing as somebody from My Hero Academia Mm -hmm. or even as Chi-Chi or anything. Speak on it. And I feel like that's the ultimate expression of being a blurred or a nerd, period. And I feel like it takes bravery to do it. It it really does. Because that's the ultimate form of standing out and daring to be different. Yes, sir. You right about that. You hit, hey, you hit it. That was nail on the head right there. You don't need, you don't need to go no further. That was it. That's all you said right there. That's all you. That's all you needed to say. 
So have you ever have you ever thought about cosplaying yourself? I thought about it. I want I want to be able to get in a Koski uniform. I want the cloak. But why everybody fucking with the Koski? Yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like um, I feel like I feel like the designs were awesome. Uh huh. And it's the, the whole significance of the rain clouds on on their um on their cloaks. Okay, it stands for the blood that was shed in the cloud village. Mm. And I can respect that. I could be able to make that symbolize, you know, not just the people that are alive that are nerds and blurs, but the people that are no longer with us because I can't name, I can't put a number on how many of our people have committed suicide for being bullied, mm. for being tormented, for mm-hmm. being made fun of. So for me to wear an autopsy cloak, I would be paying tribute to the fallen. Mm. Mm, that's tough. I like that. I like that because, like you said, for us being in this community, there were there not there has been a lot of blurs and nerds that that are not here today because they were bullied and harassed at an early age, and some are still getting bullied and harassed right now. And you know, it's just up. It's like it's our mission. Everybody who's watching this live is our mission, just to find those people and let them know, hey, it's okay to be. It's okay to be weird now. It's okay to be a black nerd. It's okay to be a nerd. It's okay to it's okay to like Naruto, Star Wars, Star Trek. Because you got other people in a community now that like the same stuff you like. And Absolutely. It's, and it's just I just wish stuff like this existed back then and some of this stuff could have could have been prevented. All them all the suicides, all the harassment and bullying, because growing growing up. Being picked on, that you know, that 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 shit wasn't cool. You, you, did nobody like to get picked on? Did nobody like to get talked about? And it was people that was watching this going on, but they were too afraid to stand up and say something because they because of the repercussion that gonna come right behind what they did. It was, and being being open and being honest, anything that could have happened. Um, to a kid at school, as far as bullying, it happened to me. Mm. Like, you know, getting beat up just because I had the highest grades in school. Um, I even got wedges. The wedges were so bad that I had for like a whole week. I had to go to school without any underwear. It was just that bad. That's ridiculous! Wow, wow, man, this. Ugh. You know, and if you could speak on a little bit, so how did you? For some people that's watching, how did you overcome that? Or, you know, from being bullied and everything, how, and, you know, how, how did you just, you know, keep it all together? Well, I would say that I had, I had two good friends that stuck by me mm-hmm. and I could always go to them and talk to them. Okay. And I'm still friends with them to this day. Mm, um, and I feel like that's the thing that keeps you stable. And it kept me stable, you know, just having somebody in your corner, you know, because everybody needs somebody at one particular point, a point in time. I can relate to fighting over grace. Looking back, I blame the parents. What kind of household must they have come from? I'm going to tell you, Arcade the Saves, a lot of people bullied me because they were jealous of where I came from. Mm. I had, and the reason why I say that is because I was in home economics class. 
in my senior year in high school. And no, it was my 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 um, junior year in high school. And we had a guy named Chavo. Now, Chavo was a bit of a ladies' man because every weekend he was being intimate with some girls that all of us wanted to have sex with. He was just he was just that guy. I'm just gonna be honest. He's still that guy. So he so he was he was asking me so long, like, how do you eat during the weekends? I said, man, my mama cook for me. He said, what you mean your mama cook for you? I said, my mom cooks every day. And they said, man, the only time my mama cook for me is on holidays. <laughs> so you, the reason why I say that is because you have children at a young age that have to fend for themselves. They have to get it how they live. Mm-hmm. And for them to be in an environment and come across somebody that has everything that they don't have, all the comforts of life, a nurturing environment, nurturing parents and siblings, mm. um, they'll be able to provide for them. It filled them with anger. You know, and I didn't even, I didn't notice until I got to be, you know, until I got to high school, why this was happening. Mm. But at the same time, you don't, even if you want to take that frustration out of somebody, don't do that because it's just showing the lack of character that you have. Because, mm. mm. like you said, everybody, everybody that's watching this, uh, I'm interviewing Geekster the um, Super Nerd. Everybody wasn't, we cut from the same cloth, but everybody wasn't raised up from the same cloth, if that makes sense. Everybody has, everybody in this community have different stories. But I guarantee you, everybody that's watching this in this community has the same outcome from our history. We all been, I've been picked on. I've been bullied. I've been harassed. I had my head dunked in the toilet by eight people. My man right here. You too? Yeah. You you got a swirly? Yeah, I got a swirly, even though I ain't had that much hair. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a thing back then. Weird. But yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is, yeah. I'm glad I'm not there. That happened to me. I had like, I'm going to tell you, during this time, you know, me, my hair is receding and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when I was my when school. I was in high school, I rocked the boosty phase. I rocked the boosty phase. And you know me, I had brothers that taught me how to cut hair. Mm-hmm. So I was cutting my hair, had the boosty fade, you know, because boosty was my favorite, is my one of my favorite rappers and stuff like that. <laughs> boosty badass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I would cut my hair and people were so mad about it. That they were like, Lauren, come in here. We want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Me, something told me that that it was it was something up with that because nobody ever just wanted to talk to me, like on a personal level, unless it was about, hey, can you help me with with, with this assignment? You know, mm-hmm. they grabbed me by my arms. It was like five or six people in that bathroom, football players, mm, of course, and they said, that's a nice that's a nice haircut you got. So I'm like, uh, thank you. They grabbed me by my neck. They took me into the stall. And I'm I, I'm glad there was no no um poop or pee in it. But they basically dunked my head in the toilet. Yeah. I, I, I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I, I know how that is. And, you know, it's amazing because we could talk about it because there's so many people out here in this community that's watching this lab that been through the same thing. And they scared to come forth because... They think, well, you was weak. No, you wasn't weak. At that time, 
you didn't know what was going on. And you, you didn't know how to express it to somebody because they're going to make fun of you or talk about you. But now since we're gone now, we can talk about it. And we can have these conversations like, that shit wasn't cool. And we can come forth and say, hey, y'all need to stop this, this shit that y'all doing. Like this bullying online, this harassment, all this it, gatekeeping, all this stuff. What's the point? You was that same kid. Absolutely. You was that same kid mm-hmm. in school doing a Sonic and Naruto run, but now you got a community now that been through what you've been through. But now you're trying to stop myself or yourself from getting this community. But you was the one back then complaining about you wish you could find more people that's like us. Exactly. That's the reason why I shake my head now because you have the same people that was making fun of me for liking Sailor Moon or Dragon Ball Z or Yu Yu Hakusho or um, Cyborg 007, mm-hmm. they're all talking about, hey, man, I just are you watching Tsunami? I'm like, you get no love. We, like, I've been trying to tell you about that for years. And that was like a, like a knuckle sandwich from you. So now all of a sudden you think that just because you're Watching the same thing we're watching, we're cool. No, N- no, you know it, it, it's just crazy. It it, it is it don't make no sense, but we know we overcome it. We could talk about it now, and hopefully, what we send to somebody out here is reaching out to you and touching you in in, in a way. So don't worry about it, man. You, you got a friend, you got a family here in this community. So don't worry. Be yourself, be who you are, and love life, and keep loving life. Because I promise you, it's more people out who look like me, who look like geeks to the nerd. Arcades the Sage, everybody that's watching this live that loves the same stuff you love. And man, my next question is gonna be to you. Marvel Marvel or DC? Oh Marvel. Marvel. All day, all day, all day long. Okay. And who who are your top five heroes in the Marvel universe? Well, um, I would say um Spider-Man is one. I would say that Wolverine is one. I would say that um, hmm. I would have to say that Cyclops is one. That's the I first time I say, got that one. That's the first time I got Cyclops. I'm gonna ask you about that, but go ahead. <laughs> um, now let me see, Iceman. That's the first. Now who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? A fifth one. A fifth one. Give me, give me a minute. It's just a lot of them I can relate to. I know. I, I always get people with this question. Always. They'd be like, damn, Skip, that's a good question. Hold on. Let me think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not my fifth one. I would have to say Colossus. And the reason why I say Colossus is because um, he was one of the people I, I looked up to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say I looked up to him is because, um, you know, I would say a lot of stuff used to bother me. And I used to take it personal, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, my dad would always tell me you need to have thicker skin. And Colossus has the thickest skin I know anybody to have. So yes. that's why I looked up to him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, RK to say, yeah, he, he's, I could tell he's a big X-Men fan. This man said Iceman. That's... That's somebody that was slept on that nobody know about. Fam, hey, let me. So, why did you say Iceman and Cyclops? Reason why I said Iceman and Cyclops is because, um, the reason why I say say Iceman is because of the whole fact that if you play X Men Legends, you learn fun facts about each mutant. Mm-hmm. 
And what I learned, I'm trying to remember who the woman was that um she was she had ice powers just like Iceman, just like Iceman, but she was a psychic as well. She had Charles Xavier's powers. So what happened was she possessed she actually um looked into Iceman's mind and looked into his body in the process and found out that he had more potential with his abilities than what he thought. Mm. So with me, I could re- I could compare to that with me being a nerdcore rapper and stuff like that. Even though I have, you know, great songs, great projects, I have the potential to go further. Mm-hmm. And um, I chose Cyclops because even though he's the leader of the X Men, he's made mistakes. Mm. He's made. Uh, I think one of the most significant mistakes that Cyclops has ever made. He had a whole family in one issue, a whole family, but he left his family to be with Jean Grey. Damn. <laughs> I left home to be with my side piece. Goddamn Cyclops, I respect you. You should have said, you should have not have said <laughs> You should have not said that information. I'm going to look at him totally different. I was like, ooh, you dirty bastard. You had a whole family. You left to be with Jean Grey. And Jean Grey left you to be with Wolverine. Ha! Huh. Payback. Yep, yep. <laughs> Man, bro, thank you for coming on, man. We made it to the hour mark, but Geisha, I gotta, I'm gonna ask you one question before we end this awesome interview. All right, you want to answer this question for me? Absolutely, Geekster. <clears throat> Would you like to play a game? <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. These are games I play with my people that I interview. They fairly simple, easy games. They can agree. So I'm gonna break down all five games for you, and I'm gonna. It's gonna be up to you which one you want to play. All right. Okay. The first game is called Give Me Five. In Give Me Five, I'm gonna give you one topic, and in that topic, you have to give me five items related to that topic. Here's the thing: you cannot say mm, you cannot say ah, or do any pause in between, and you have. 10 seconds to answer that question. That is, give me five. Gang number two is questions. I will ask you four simple questions. All you have to do is answer those questions. And if you cannot answer them questions, you have to say 90 out real loud. Once you say 90, that will activate your lifeline. Once you activate the lifeline, I could be your lifeline, or the eight or nine people who's watching this live right now can be your lifeline. That is questions. Gang number three. It's riddle me this. It's the same concept as questions. Four riddles, two lifelines. You got to say 90 to activate those lifelines. That is riddle me this. Game number four is name that tune. I could play anything song, nerd related. I could play it from the Star Wars to Dragon Ball Z. And you will have to tell me the name of that tune. And game number five is finish the tune where I would play any theme song or any Disney song, Nickelodeon song, and you will have to finish the lyrics in that song. So, Geekster, what game would you like to play? I think the one where you ask me four questions and I have to answer them, I think that's, that's, that's game three. Oh, so you want to go with questions? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Okay, then we're gonna go with questions and somebody can we get some bars before the interview? Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Somebody they want you to spit a little bit something, something before we end the interview, so that's what we're gonna do. But yet, 
You want to go ahead and give the people something right now? Go ahead and spit a bar for them. Okay. Go ahead. All Thank right. You. When you're stroking your woman, your soul pole is great. Steady poking the stomach and make it good on the neck. Got you slapping and grabbing it just to keep her in check. Got her screaming and something creamy is what you project. Some be working with rods and some work with a noodle. I be swearing that guy so many cats for poodles. You can't be soft maneuvering in this limelight. Harder than compromising no matter who don't like it. Like a hot chick trying to get away with charms and looks. Dang. I, dang, I almost had it. Hold on, wait a minute, mate. But, uh. Go beyond Nine thousand. That that was hard. That shit was hard. I was like, God damn, this man spitting hot fire. That shit was lit. Y'all get <laughs> y'all get y'all get y'all drop them flames in the comments. That was lit. Drop them flames right now. That was lit. Better yet, I'm a I'm gonna drop some flames for y'all. Right, I'm gonna drop some flames for you right there. That was I'm gonna give you all these. You deserve this right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you put some fire to that. That was legit, bro. That that was lit. That was lit. <laughs> oh man. Um what game we was gonna play? We were gonna play questions, right? Yep, 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 yep. So let me go ahead and get the good old questions ready, but man, if y'all missed that, if y'all missed that um that bar, don't worry, this interview will be saved. You can find it on a blurred over IG page or the blurred over podcast page. But that that was legit. Oh man, let me go ahead and set up for good old questions. All right, we are getting set up and we are ready for the game of questions. Now, once you play questions, people, the people in the comment section, you cannot type the answers. If you type the answers before he answered, it will result in this. You lose, lose. Hey, y'all don't want to do that to the fans. You know, everybody who's been who's been on this interview has done the same thing. So, you know, they got to come and get this smoke. So if he wants some help, he has to say 90 for his lifeline. I could be his lifeline or the people in the comments can be the lifeline. So, Interesting. We for to go ahead and get these good questions up and we're going to take it away. All right. You ready for your first question? Absolutely. Here we go. Question number one. What's taller, five twelve or six foot? I say six foot. I say six foot. Is that your final answer? Um. Yes. 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 Oh dang! The answer were they're the same. They are the same. So. Don't oh worry. crap! Because uh, twelve <laughs> inches is a foot. Twelve inches is a foot. Dang. Well, so we all Duh. we 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 all hold one, but don't worry. You, you could you could find you could come back. You could come back. Question number okay. two. Okay. Question number okay. two. Okay. How many terms did Benjamin Franklin served as a president? One or two? Hmm. Benjamin Franklin. How many times now, did he serve as president? One or two? And people remember, you cannot put the answers in the comments. <laughs> Unless he says 90. 
Well, I want to. I don't want to say that word, so I think I'll go with one. I think I'll go with one. Is that your final answer? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, dang. Benjamin Franklin was not a president. Oh, dang. <laughs> Don't worry, we we don't worry. You got two more. We can we can get it. We can get it. We can get it. Don't worry. And remember, you still have some lifelines left to use. So don't be afraid to use them. Nice. All right. Here, here we go. Question number three. Okay. What state did the Boston Tea Party take place in? What state did the Boston Tea Party? Take place in. You have two lifelines. Hmm. Let me see. I have to say Nani on this one. Nani, who do you want as your lifeline? Me or the people? Hmm. That is a good question. Uh, let's see now. Well, okay, 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 okay. Can I have a hint? Can I have a hint? Can you have a hint? Yeah. Does, um, like does the does the um the state start with an M? It does. Okay, okay. Massachusetts. All right. There we go. We we in again. There we go. We got okay. Now this is the last question. You could be the tiebreaker or you can end the game. So Let's make this a good old last good old question right here. <clears throat> Geekster. Okay. Name all five oceans. Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean, Arctic Ocean. Um... Let's see. Indian, that's the Indian Ocean? Oh, the Indian Ocean. Uh, one more. One more. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can. You said you said Pacific, Antarctic, Atlantic, and Indian. It's one more. Let's see. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. And you have one lifeline left, too. Oh dang! You got one lifeline. I don't want to say Australian Ocean. I don't want to say that. Oh, God, I don't think that's one. I'll probably pass. Oh, I give up. I I got four out of five. Oh yeah. You want to use a lifeline? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Activate your lifeline. People in the comments, name me the last ocean. He said Pacific. Atlantic, Antarctic, and India. What is the last ocean? If you get it right, he be tied at two or two. And once it's tied at two or two, he's going to have to ask him one more for a tiebreaker. So, people in the comments, he said, Nani, your lifeline. Name me the last ocean. He said Pacific. He said Atlantic. He said Antarctic. He said Indian. What is the last ocean? What is the last ocean? It's only one left. You know what? Since you've been a good, you know, a good interviewer, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna give you the answer. 
The answer to that question, the last one, is Southern Ocean. I should have known that. <laughs> now, it is time for the tiebreaker. The okay. T- the okay. tiebreaker okay. for all the marbles. Now, here is the question for the tiebreaker. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. People in the comments, you cannot answer this question. This is the tiebreaker for him. Geekster, whose face is on the dollar bill? Dollar bill? It's got to be George Washington. Congratulations, the tiebreaker. So all that has been swept away. You just won a game, young man. Give yourself a round nice. of applause. Oh, thank goodness. Round. Y'all, cla- <laughs> y'all clap it up for me. Oh, man, bro. So, did you enjoy this interview? Did you have fun? I did. This was the most fun I've had in a while. Oh, man, don't say that. You, you ain't got a lot of me. You can keep it real. You can keep it 100. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, at this time, bro, I'm going to go ahead and let you pull up yourself. Let people know where they can find you at, what you got working up, and take it away. It's all on you. Pull up yourself. Well, my name is Geister the Super Nerd. Um, hip-hop artist, nerdcore hip-hop artist. Um, I'm in the process of working on the mixtape Final Fight, which is going to be produced by Arcade the Sage. Um, I'm going to be working on the Crimson Gem of Sidorick after that. I just made up my mind I'm going to be doing that. You can find me on Facebook, Lawrence Luton. You can type in Geese of the Super Nerd as well. You can follow me on Instagram, um, Geese of the Super Nerd. Um, I've been active on Snapchat for a little while, so you can find me on the Geeky One. There's D-A-G-E-E-K-Y-1. Um, find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on, um, I'm about to open the Spotify account once I release this mixtape. So, um, yeah, you know, you can just find me in all of those places and, um, be, you know, feel free to follow me because I'm going to be, um, doing some more showcases. I'm going to be releasing more music. I'm going to be, um, really giving people what they want and that's quality music that they can relate to. Bet, bet. Y'all, he put it out there. Y'all gonna follow him. Y'all gonna show him some love. And before you go, man, you know what? Let's do it for the let's let's do it for the culture. Let's do it for the people. If you can, go ahead and spit one more bar for the people. If they missed the first one. Go ahead and spit one more for them. Okay, let me see. Okay. It's either hard or it's soft. What I'm saying is raw. And the death of the greatest nation is what of the south. Give me liberty or give me death is what we would talk. Mad static from other countries is what we've been caught. The Constitution is diluted and it's twisted in knots. In the air edition, yet it's in the war we fought. People thinking all good with the life that we were taught. Hoping things will improve, but it's probably not. It's unlikely we're compromised to surrender retreat. We got beef inside the government and the blood on the streets. Supposed to stand up on the Supposed to live on our knees, but we die on our feet. Land of freedom and bravery was supposed to be. Dang. That, that's it. That's it. I am here. That was fine. That, ah, boy. You going places. Hear from me. You are going places. Believe that. Believe that, man. Bro, thank you for coming on. 
I really do appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story to us as well, man. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. You are great. We need you in part of this community. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep showing love. Keep putting on for the culture. And keep being you, man. Keep being great. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over saying thank you for tuning in for this awesome interview. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you was here with us, and we appreciate that. And you know what that means. WTW, what, what's the word? Y'all say it with me. U-N-I-T-Y. What does that spell? Unity. This is how we going to make it to life together. Y'all take care. Be blessed. And I'll see you next time on a Blurred Over interview. Be blessed, take care, and we out.